0: Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. October 25th, 2021, the Facebook operating system control trumps the most powerful platforms. It has been thought that being a major quote unquote platform was the king position on the internet. And of course, some of the internet's largest platforms are the biggest companies in the world with millions of businesses built on top of them. Certainly, the power of the social platforms was highlighted when these platforms even quote-unquote trumped the President of the United States. However, it has become clear that the power of even the largest social networks and communications platforms are limited, as they sit on top of two major operating systems. The operating system sets the rules, controlling which platforms can live on the OS, how they monetize, and even take a piece of advertising, subscription, and or transactional revenues. There has been a backlash against operating systems, especially Apple, for its control in taking what some view as an exorbitant take of subscription and other revenue on its platform, led by Epic's Tim Sweeney. But in the meantime, Apple has asserted even more control around advertising under the guise of quote-unquote privacy. And we have seen the fallout already in weakness from Snap on last week's earnings release. TVOS leaders are gatekeepers. The fact of the matter is, if you want true control on our centralized internet world, you need to own the operating system. That is the peak of the hierarchy. For this reason, we have been obsessed with who will win the TVOS battle. We've been surprised how Apple, Google, and Amazon have all stood by as Roku became the dominant TVOS player effectively becoming a gatekeeper to the connected TV world as Liberty's John Malone highlighted last year. Quote, if the platform provider can capture a large enough global scale of consumers who are essentially using it as a bundling agent, right as an intermediary, then they're going to have market power over the suppliers of the content and they will emerge to use that market power to get a pricing or access differentiator and they'll build a business based on it. End quote. Given the financial rewards from winning the tvOS war, it is not surprising that the battle for supremacy is intensifying. Google has begun to ramp up its tvOS efforts over the past year, and now Amazon launches its own TVs this week with its tvOS embedded, not to mention Comcast's recent entrance into the U.S. with X-Class TVs and in Europe via SkyGlass, on top of more aggressive tv-OS moves by TV manufacturers Samsung, Vizio, and LG. But while this somewhat new tv-OS war unfolds, everyone else is looking to the future, towards the future of computing. Many are looking towards technology to build a decentralized world where these operating system gatekeepers go away. But for now, Facebook is looking ahead towards being the platform and the operating system OS in the quote-unquote metaverse, through its Oculus-driven virtual reality ambitions. Facebook wants to be a platform and an operating system. Investors will be focused on Facebook's Q3 2021 results later today, and even more importantly, their commentary around Q4 2021 and beyond, given the ad targeting challenges highlighted by Snapchat last week. Facebook will undoubtedly be negatively impacted by Apple's changes, as their public commentary, long series of blog posts, and public attacks of Apple clearly highlight. However, Facebook's massive user scale, including desktop usage and simply more mobile opt-in iOS data, greater android base to shift ad spend toward, Greater diversity of performance in DR advertising, meaning less reliance on app install ads that are most impacted by Apple's changes, and the targeting signals of on-platform commerce tied to Facebook and Instagram shopping should lead to less pain from Apple's changes than what Snapchat is experiencing. While there will be incredible short-term focus on Facebook's advertising commentary, we are far more interested in the how and the why they're trying so hard to reposition the company. While controlling the mobile OS led to subscription-based and in-app currency-driven platforms having to live by iOS and Android's rules, advertising-based platforms were effectively free and untouched by the power of the underlying operating system. Apple's privacy changes that started with iOS 14 and grow in iOS 15, weaken ad targeting regardless of their underlying intentions and illustrate how mobile operating systems can impact advertising too. Even a company of Facebook's massive scale has to live by the advertising rules of the mobile OS platforms, Apple's iOS and Google's Android. Similarly, look at the battles playing out all over the world vis-a-vis app store fees and on-off app platform billing, communications, etc., including the epic Apple lawsuit in the U.S., and the EU investigations to recent fair trade ruling in Japan. Whoever controls the operating system dictates the rules. Unfortunately for Facebook and everyone else not named Google or Apple, the mobile operating system battle looks nowhere near as competitive as the TV OS war that is building. In mobile, it is a duopoly that is unlikely to ever change. In turn, it is not terribly surprising to see the rising importance of a new computing platform to Facebook. Facebook likely sees VR as an essential building block to the so-called metaverse, largely because it has a leadership position in VR and would be able to control the platform in a way that it simply cannot in mobile today. As LightShed's Brandon Ross wrote in September 21, after listening to the Vergecast interview of Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg on the metaverse, quote, Zuckerberg gave little credence to any other building blocks from the metaverse or its existence on other platforms. He continuously brought the conversation back to the goal of quote-unquote presence and became defensive when interviewer Neelay Patel asked if people really want to wear headsets all days. Generally, shifts in media and our communications bring new dominant companies and platforms that are native to new technology such as Roblox, Epic, etc., end quote. It's also worth noting that normally a company of Facebook's scale and financial resources would simply acquire its way into a platform shift. Acquisitions of Instagram and WhatsApp certainly accelerated Facebook's mobile dominance. However, given the intense global regulatory scrutiny, Facebook is likely unable to make any material acquisitions for the next few years, if ever to accelerate its metaverse ambitions. Calling Facebook a quote unquote, a metaverse company was surprising. But building speculation that Facebook is about to undergo a corporate rebranding to focus on its metaverse ambitions feels like the company's almost trying too hard to force its new mission, as we discussed on last week's episode of the Light Shed podcast. Let's listen to a clip from episode 77.
1: Yes, Evan was speaking at the Wall Street Journal conference, and they asked him about the metaverse. Okay, so let's and play that. Hold on, let's play is, that clip. It is the greatest watch.
0: foreshadowing
1: of all time. So let's okay, so, let's see so this it.
0: happened this happened earlier in the day. Here we go.
1: Yes. What's your reaction to the metaverse? <laughs> well, the the metaverse, I guess was a term uh, created by Neal Stephenson uh, to describe a virtual world created by an evil monopolist. Uh... <laughs> 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 um, Enough said. Like okay. He was clearly, I mean, you know, as he goes on in the conversation, was clearly taking a shot at Zuck. And then hours later, this name change thing came out. I almost fell on the floor because the first thing that I thought of was that this interview earlier in the day. And then like 10 minutes later, um, Jack um, tweeted, Mac and Dorsey. Uh, Jack Dorsey. Well, read what uh, read Jack. what he
0: was respond. Read what he was responding to. You don't first. need well, to read he, the whole thing. You he, don't just need the, to read just the, the end. whole thing He was just ref- it was a tweet. He quote tweeted
1: ref- right yes. the the thing. But the person in the tweet said, "What if Neil was right?" Implying, "What if Neil was right that about the evil whatever monopolist?" And Jack yeah. dunked on it and said, "Narrator, he was."
0: Dude, it's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing. This is the best part of the internet. The best part of Twitter is sort of the interplay between people you know relevant people in the conversation and just seeing it all play out in real time is amazing simply amazing
1: it's also like if you kind of thought about what would what's been what would happen that day um you got a glimpse into where evan sees the world and the next computing platforms going where jack does and where mark zuckerberg does
0: and how different they are
1: and how different they are jack is all about um decentralization and uh, the ethos that are behind the crypto movement yeah and is moving the twitter platform in that way obviously there's blue sky project for the decentralized you know kind of version of or infrastructure for twitter number one then you have mark um all in on vr and evan all in on ar despite the fact that there's some metaverse elements to the Snap app itself, even though he doesn't want to be associated with the word metaverse. I guess, as we've said, I mean, like, metaverse. it's all, These are all building blocks and elements of, like, that more dystopian metaverse that is in Snow Crash or in Ready
0: Player One. Just, but, it, but it just feels like, it, honestly... Facebook just feels like they're trying too hard. Like if they rename the company focused on the metaverse, like it just, it, it feels like it's almost like exposing an underlying issue. Like they're trying to force well, this I mean, metaverse this is like, issue.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked about this. They're trying to get away from um, the news stuff and all the other problems that they're having. I think Mark is heading back to Congress, right? Wasn't that a big story no. this week?
0: But um, there's also a story. There was a story that Horizons, I guess, a VR yeah, well, VR Hori- world.
1: Her- right. So Horizon, which has been in beta for a while, I think since March, um, might be the name of it. It would make sense if that's the name of the company, uh, the new company. Ultimately, everyone's going to fucking call it Facebook anyway. It's the same thing as this like Alphabet Google thing. No one says the Alphabet. I don't even know if people who work there say Alphabet.
0: I wonder if people even know that it's Alphabet who work there. I think maybe their it, paycheck. Their I think, paycheck I think might their say Alphabet. Say else. Worth noting that Facebook's pivot to mobile, while hugely successful, was not a straight line, and involved a challenging couple of years as it navigated the massive shift, and how best to monetize mobile. A pivot to the metaverse that does not even exist yet, and whose building blocks are still being erected, feels even more complicated and time-consuming not to mention no clarity on what monetization or economic models will look like. We wonder whether investors are prepared for this type of shift or evolution of the Facebook.